Welcome to Phone Messages, Episode 101. I want to move. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play message number five from Sikay Tang. The message comes from the summer of 1989 and is 30 seconds long. Let's listen. Hi, Paul. This is Sikay calling. When you get home, could you please give me a call? I want to uh, move all the stuff from my studio back home, I mean, back to my apartment. If you can help me do that, it would be really, really great. Um, I'm going to be taking pictures at 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock or so at the Reynolds Club. And I'm basically home, you know, doing errands here and there, but basically I'm home. Um, So... Talk to you later. Bye. I hear a bit of a panic in my voice. That had been um, a big concern of mine to try to figure out how am I going to move these sculptures back to New York. But I, as I remembered it, I put the sculptures into uh, Herbert's office. And after I graduated in the summer, my friend Mark Hanna helped me move the sculptures back to New York. I met Mark Hanna through some Kung Fu kids, um, a group of kids around my age uh, who were going to my dad's restaurant when we were working there, and they were learning Kung Fu from this guy. Uh, his name is Along, and they all call him Bifu, which is a Chinese name of a master teacher. He spoke some Cantonese. And most of the time when he comes in, he would order in Cantonese. So we always thought of him as like half a Chinese, but he's German, actually, German-American kid. And um, the people who learn from him are mostly guys, but occasionally there are a few women. And Robin, my friend, is one of the women, Robin Manaski. And she is a friend of Mark Hanna. So he had experience handling art and he offered to help me move my stuff. So the Kung Fu kids, is that what you said? Yeah. The Kung Fu kids were kind of a bunch of really brilliant kids who were not, for one reason or another, happy with their own education or their own environment. So they joined this teacher day in and day out, and they would just learn Kung Fu and Afterwards, they would come to my dad's restaurant to eat. And they were really respectful to my dad and to us. After every meal, they would go into the kitchen and give thanks. Yeah, they were so into learning the language. They were into following the culture, you know. In fact, like, there was a really funny story of this kid, Jamie. He's a year older than me, and he's part of that group. And one time he asked me, what's my name? And this was before I started school. I just came from Hong Kong, and so I was using my English name. And so I said, my name is Allison. And then he goes, no, 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 what is your Chinese name? What is your real name? The word real is what kind of tripped me up, because Allison was also my real name. It was given by my mother, too. So so this is the weird thing in Hong Kong, is that... If you're speaking in English, then you use your, you present your English name, you know. And then if you're speaking in Chinese, you present your Chinese name. We use both names as a strategy to navigate the English bureaucracy, you know. So 
My mom gave me the name Allison when I went into first grade because she wanted all of us to have names with the letter A so that we won't be too far down the line, like when things are done in an alphabetical order, because our last name is Tang T. So I've been using Allison ever since I was six years old in Hong Kong. And that's the name that my friends call me. That's the name that I used in school, except in Chinese subjects. But I didn't put Allison in my official papers because I never really liked the name. I wanted to be called Barbara because I had a after-school babysitter. Her name was Barbara, and I really liked her. So, but my mom didn't like that name, so we couldn't settle on one. So I never put it in my passport. All my siblings put their English name in their passport. So when I came over here, I assumed the name Allison, and、uh, I find the question of like, what is your Chinese name, real a bit odd because we were conversing in English. It was a bit like personal, you know, like, what do you mean? What do you need? Why do you need my Chinese name for? But in any case, after he pushed, so then I say, my name is Sikade. It was because of this conversation, I went home and I thought a lot about. Whether or not I should use Allison, and when I started school in the fall, I was in my class, and there was another girl with the name Allison. She has red hair, and so I thought maybe she looks more like an Allison than me. And so when the teacher called out the name Allison, I don't even replied anymore. And I had another incident where I had an English teacher at Stuyvesant. He was a substitute English teacher, but he was very respectful also of my culture. He kind of holds the position that English is just one language out of all the languages. So he insisted upon calling me by my Chinese name in the Chinese pronunciation. So it was extremely embarrassing, actually. Like he would call me. Dong Sikke or something like that. You know, I don't even know if he was learning Chinese. He was just wanting to make a statement that I want to respect you and where you come from. So within the first year of of my high school year, I changed my name to Sikke.、Um, the British translation of my name was F I K K I. Phonetically, it's is. Pronounced as Siki, so I came up with the spelling of S I K A Y. Also because I liked the word K. When I was a kid, there was a series, a Longman series of detective stories, and the detective in there is a woman named K, and she was like a really stylish detective. So I thought, okay, if I'm gonna like. Use my Chinese name. I want to have a name that everyone can say that reminds me more of my real name, and it's okay that I come up with a new spelling. One mystery Sakay left for me to solve was the name of the book that featured a stylish detective named Kay. After some research, I found Kay's first case by L. G. Alexander. A Longman reader for ESL students. There are multiple editions, but a 1975 version with an illustration of a lady in a smart green jacket on the cover was published in Hong Kong.
If you have a mystery to solve, I'm no Detective K, but I'll give it a go. Contact me at pfoch.com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Many thanks to Sakai for sharing her story. And thank you for listening. Talk to you next week.